Decidedly Dry Season 4 starts now. You're listening to Decidedly Dry. I'm your host, Jess Steitzer. This is the Sober Podcast, where we actually focus on the good. Amazing, right? We spark inspiration. We try to provide some hope and help motivate you. I promise to always keep it real, provide some dry humor, and remind you every episode why sobriety is truly a superpower. You can always find the show notes, some posts, and all of my other tools over on decidedlydry.substack.com. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's get started. Well, hello, my sweet friends, and welcome back to the show. This is your pal, Jess, soaking up the last couple weeks of summer, and I just hope that you are doing amazing. Today, we are going to chat about that dirty, dirty dog, that enemy, the worst, sugar. (laughs) I get a ton of questions about sugar. In fact, many women write in asking, oh my gosh, Jess, when will the sugar cravings stop? And I feel that to my core, pal. I so can relate to that feeling. The truth is, alcohol has tons of sugar in it. And when we take that away from our body, well, our body really misses it. (laughs) So today, we are going to touch on this hot topic, especially as we quickly approach fall and the holidays and all the goodies. Before we get started, though, this is just your weekly reminder that if you enjoy my writing, my content, and the show, just make sure that you subscribe over on Substack. That is the platform that I am using. It is totally free, by the way, and I encourage you to subscribe because that way you can be notified when I post new pieces or podcast episodes. And actually, now that uh, I'm talking about it, I'm working behind the scenes right now to put together another well-rounded wellness challenge for the fall. So if that is of interest, make sure that you head over to decidedlydry.substack.com so that you can be the first to see when that becomes available. As always, don't scramble to write down that website and don't worry if you don't forget or remember it. I will have it linked in the show notes for you. Okay, so let's get started. All right, first off, before I really dive in, I really want to make sure I include my very short and sweet disclaimer. The advice that I'm going to give you today and information um, is all coming from my experience and just some brief research that I did um, to make sure I got my words right and and all that stuff. Make sure that I'm sharing <laughs> the right hormones and chemicals and all that sciencey stuff that um, that I'm not a hundred percent familiar with or I don't use that verbiage day to day. So just as a reminder. I'm not a dietitian. I am not a nutritionist. And before making a major dietary change, please seek advice from your doctor or specialist. Thank you very much. (laughs) Okay, so if you are in those early days of living alcohol-free and right about the time that you used to drink, it's as if all of a sudden you are experiencing a huge, powerful urge to eat anything sweet in sight. Am I right? 
This can kind of come off as alarming, especially for those that aren't typically used to having a sweet tooth or this crazy craving for like a food source or excuse me, a food group. Now, why does this sugar craving happen in early sobriety? I'm sure you can guess it, but (laughs) you can thank that wonderful, brilliant brain of yours. After doing some research, it turns out that eating sweets causes your brain to release dopamine. And if you're like me and you get all these sciencey words mixed up, just as a reminder, dopamine is the reward-based chemical. So it's the chemical that makes you feel good. Now, just like sweets, guess what else gives us that hit of dopamine? (laughs) You guessed it, alcohol. And that is why when we take alcohol away and your body is used to getting it and to having it, well, your body reacts. Your brain is now confused and it knows it can get that same feeling that alcohol was giving it from sugar. And so as a result, well, it just starts to crave it. If you feel as if you're craving sugar like a mad woman after retiring that wine glass, please don't beat yourself up too much. It's normal and like all things, it will pass. One thing I do want to make sure to mention here before I get into some tips is that in those first few days of sobriety, you absolutely can do whatever you need to do to take care of yourself, okay? I should mention (laughs) anything that involves not drinking. What you are doing is a really hard thing. It feels new, it's fragile, and you're very protective of it. And, you know, it's kind of like you're stepping into this new world, this new territory, If you need to eat some ice cream or enjoy a cookie or two or three every night for a while, that's fine in my opinion. Your body and your brain are in a healing state and they're working really, really hard. This transition can take time. Now, that all being said, if you end up overdoing it and now you're beating yourself up because now instead of the wine witch, You've got this new jerk in town, the sugar witch. (laughs) Well, there are some ways to ease these cravings and care for your body in a healthier way, which is what I'm going to help you with, okay? Ready to find out? Let's do this. All right, my tip number one is replace your sugar habit with another one, either an enjoyable activity or hobby. You guys have heard me kind of talk about this stuff before, but something, you know, other than a sugary treat. When we take away a pleasurable habit, okay, so that sugary treat or that glass of wine, our brain's really missing it and it wants something, which unfortunately can make cravings more intense and harder to stop. So give yourself something in its place, okay? We're retraining that brain. So when that urge hits, try to phone a close friend that maybe has a great sense of humor or that you know you'll have a good conversation with. Maybe put on a favorite TV show or movie. Take a relaxing bath. Go for a walk. If you feel like you desperately need something to actually consume, well, then try some fruit or nuts or even a cup of yummy tea, okay? So tip one is to replace that habit with a different more healthier one, okay? (laughs) Tip number two, eat throughout the day, okay? Do not deprive yourself. It is very important to have breakfast, lunch, a snack, and dinner. This is not, 
I repeat, not a time to be skipping meals, starting a new diet, going on a cleanse, anything else, okay? One thing at a time. Make a point to ensure that you are getting enough fat, protein, fiber, and water to help keep you full and your er, and so that your blood sugar levels are stable. I mean, have you ever stopped to think, this is kind of crazy, about how it's no coincidence that wine o'clock is right around 5 p.m., or at least it was for me and, and most people that I talk to. This is typically that time of day when we are the most hungry and tired and thirsty. My point here is eat enough food to fuel yourself properly and avoid the crash. Tip number three, get more sleep. When was the last time that you really got a good night's sleep? Think about it. If it's been a while, sleep deprivation could definitely be contributing to your sugar craving. Aim to get about eight hours of sleep a night. How can you make this happen? Well, you could aim to get regular exercise in. Try to go to bed and wake up at the same time every day. Avoid screen time an hour before you go to bed. Tip number four. Stock your home with healthier options for when you feel that sugar craving coming along. Here are some ideas. So fresh fruit is my number one idea. Um, As most of you probably know, fruit contains natural sugar and can satisfy cravings and offer plenty of fiber and antioxidants. (laughs) Win-win! My second idea is nuts and seeds. Um, You could also do Greek yogurt, dark chocolate, whole grain crackers, and cheese. Those are all great ideas, and a lot of them can provide you with that extra extra protein and a feeling of fullness. Tip number five, exercise and movement. Do you see how these all kind of go hand in hand? It's almost as if I've mentioned them before I even get to their tip. (laughs) But stress hormones... They play a big role in sugar cravings, and exercise is a proven stress reducer and a great way to calm the sweet craving. Please note that exercise doesn't need to be vigorous or intense, okay? Things like walking or yoga, light stretching, those are all fantastic ideas. Just literally moving your body will help reduce those stress hormones And when we're investing time and effort into intentional movement, I don't know, guys, we tend to be more mindful about what we're eating. Just saying. All right, number six, my tip number six, last one on the list, is prevention. The best way to beat a sugar craving, avoid it. (laughs) I know that's easier said than done, but here's the deal. Get the stinking sugar out of the house if possible possible. If you have a pantry full of candy, a delicious cake in the fridge, soda stocked on every shelf, well, my sweet friend, this is going to be a very difficult battle. I know when I quit drinking, I immediately removed all the wine from the house. I even got rid of multiple wine glasses because I didn't want the temptation to be under my roof. So if your goal is to avoid the sugar craving, then let's work on preventing it by getting it out of sight. 
easy access can lead to binging. You will be less likely to eat several servings of cake if you have to physically go out and get it, right? (laughs) Okay, lastly, I want to remind you that you should not forget that living alcohol-free and embracing your sober lifestyle, this is a long-term thing, you guys. It's big, it's beautiful, it's challenging, but it's great. And while these sugar cravings may feel like a total bummer in the beginning, please, please, please do me a favor and just be patient. Move your body, get more sleep, drink your water. This is the absolute most ideal time to be kind and gentle to yourself. We live in a world that loves a quick fix, okay? We yearn for that easy button. But as we know, we're not in this just for temporary satisfaction, am I right? We want something that's going to last, okay? My dear friend, thank you so much for pushing play today. That is all I have. I hope, hope, hope that this episode answered a few questions that you had regarding sugar and sobriety and more than anything that you are able to leave here with a more positive mindset and a reminder of hey I'm not alone in this this is normal take care of yourself and know that you are doing an amazing job I will see you next time All right, that is a wrap. Thank you so much for pushing play today and hanging with me. If you enjoy the show, the best way to support it is to subscribe and to leave an awesome rating or review over on Apple Podcasts. Grateful for this message and want more? Head on over to decidedlydry.substack.com. There you will find all of my writing, a library of past episodes, and an option to subscribe. That gives you access to many, many more tools for not only your sober journey, but for all areas of your amazing life. It has sure been a treat spending this time with you. And just remember, if the only thing you did today was stay sober, you are winning. I'll see you next time.